Hello and welcome to Talk Radar UK, episode 44. I'm joined today in the studio with Justin Towell. Hello. And George Walter. Hello. The returning king from uh, from E3. And, uh, and, and what better way to kick off the podcast than to actually talk about E3? E3 George, yeah. take it away. What can I remember about E3? That's the question. <laughs> I've written a massive page of notes, but um, what, yeah. What, what was the... I guess what was the vibe like? Because we obviously me and Justin and, and the rest of the lads, we was sort of huddled around a monitor mm. watching the show and we didn't really get any sort of feeling. Well I'd say it. that you probably had a better idea of what was going on than we did. <laughs> so Give, it was, given it was that, cold given, and rubbish then. <laughs> given given that um it's so difficult to kind of get a sense of what's going on at E three because you're all over the place and I think if you see it from sort of externally, you get a kind of a better impression from reading what everybody's saying about it on the internet or right. you know, watching the live streams and stuff. And it's a bit more, it's a bit easier to kind of digest it in that manner. Mm. But um, I guess the sort of the uh, the main things that you get from it was that a lot of companies spent a lot of money, like a stupid amount of money on um, doing events uh, to sort of get people's... Um, Interest stoked, you know, like Activision had a huge event. Microsoft spent money on two separate press conferences, one of which was just stupidly lavish and over the top with Cirque du Soleil doing a kind of theatrical introduction to, to connect. Yeah. Um, and did yeah, did you, they have a real elephant or was it an animatronic elephant? Right. A mechanical elephant, elephant yeah. wow. And, you know, you had EA and Ubisoft and Sony all did their own respective press conferences, obviously, which cost millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And yet, after all of that, the game that, or the games that you remembered the most were sort of fairly, you know, the list was fairly small. Okay. I think and the main thing is that it's been reported pretty widely already, so it's not big news, was that the 3DS pretty much stole the show, regardless yeah. of what platform you're interested mm-hmm. in. Okay. You know, whether you're a Sony fanboy, you know, an Xbox fanboy or whatever, 3DS was still the big thing that everyone was talking about. Was that the, was it the 3DS that was getting garnering the most attention on the show floor as well? Totally, like, yeah. Like people just queuing up there for were the, hours. The queues, the queues on the Nintendo stand were around the block, literally. I mean, there was, they were, they were, they weren't just going around the stand. They were kind of going around inside the stand yeah. as well. In a kind of, I mean, there was, there was points in the queue where it said, "If you wait here, you're going to be four hours before we can have a go on the 3DS." <laughs> but you, you played the, um, do you know who I am? Card, didn't you? And got a VIP. Well, anyway, <laughs> they have to they have to allow media that are, you know have got some stature to go and see. Mm. I suppose and, <laughs> exactly. You know, you've got to imagine that we have a little bit of stature. So yeah, we, we were able to get in front of the um, the less important elements of the media. Well, not important, but the less kind of well known, I guess. Yeah. Uh, media people, but yeah. So we got got a chance to play most of the things on it. Did, did you get a go on one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a go on one for about fifteen minutes. Went around. You, you basically got onto the stand, and then there was a. A load of DS, sorry, 3DS is all set up, hooked up to, to women on, on, on straps. <laughs> and uh, you um, you approached the woman and she kind of gave you a little introduction to the game you were going to see. And then you, you held it and looked at it or in some instances interacted with it yeah. very briefly. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, was, that, that, was, quite was that weird playing it while a girl was No, not strapped. really, because you kind of ign- you ignored the girl eventually. But uh, no, I think, I, think the, I think the 3DS was, was, had a proper wow factor about it when you first saw it. Yeah. There was something like in it that you'd never seen before, and I think there was, that was what made it so impressive. There was nothing else at the show that you hadn't sort of seen before in some, in some format. Yeah. You know, even yeah, yeah. the kind of the new motion control stuff you've seen before. You know, it's been around, iToy's been around, you know, the, the PSI is already out there that was kind of being used for various bits of motion control or, you know, that kind of camera control stuff. And yeah. iToy and stuff like that. You've sort of seen it all before. But 3DS, you've never seen before 3D without glasses on mm. a kind of small screen, in particular, you know, quite high resolution graphics. It's really impressive and it just does mm. kind of blow you away the first time you see it. So, the question is whether or not the games will. I mean, I think the, the games will have to be really good right. to kind of carry it. But, you know, for the first sort of couple of weeks you've got it, it's going to impress everyone that you show it to. Mm-hmm. So, so does, the, does the 3D come out of the screen or is it just into the screen? But it's more about depth, but in certain games they do sort of play the old trick where things come out of the screen a bit more at you. But obviously because of the, because your your kind of field of vision is 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 kind of fairly limited in mm. front, you can sort of see the edge of the screen all the time. So yeah. you, the kind of three D stops at the edge of the screen, so you can. Of course, you know, yeah. But I mean, it, they they do play some tricks. I think it's uh, the Kid Icarus video. You see mm. some lasers coming out of the screen at one point, and they do actually kind of come out of the screen at different yeah. angles towards you, which wow. is quite impressive. Do you, do you have to wear glasses with it? I know it sounds like a no. layman question. No, you don't. No, it's completely completely oh, glasses free. Superb. Mm. So that was the that was the the biggest draw then. Yeah, that was the biggest draw. But I wrote down another, another bunch of stuff here that I think may have been 
some of the stuff is more obvious. I mean, Metal Gear Rising trailer that was shown at the, at the uh, Konami and Microsoft conference was a pretty big event. Yep. Portal Two on PlayStation Three was, was we had a bit of you know talk around it. Yeah. Also, the fact it's got co-op mode in now. I'm not sure how widely reported that was. Mm. Um, GT Five was was fairly well known in terms of how you know um, impressive it was. Yep. Mortal Kombat was a surprise and it <coughs> returned to its roots and you know looked pretty impressive. Um, mm. And then Need for Speed. I think it impressed a lot of people as well. Yeah, yeah, mm. I was sort of pleasantly surprised by the the way that they was taking the series. Yeah, and, and also Rage as well. Rage got people talking. That they didn't really. Um, I guess it was just during the conferences. I didn't really see much of Rage, and mm. that was one of the games from. I think they announced yeah. it like two yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, that that, that was. That was talked about by quite a lot of the editors that work at Future. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of other stuff that didn't really get reported so widely, but a, a lot of people were talking about it. Like, for example, the um, the game from uh, the Res guy, Tetsuya Mitsugishi, um, Child of Eden. Oh, yeah. It was a Connect game, which mm. was kind of like a psychedelic sort of uh, music-based game where you kind of stand in front of it and move your arms around you, in time you, with the music. You can play it with a controller, apparently. Right, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just sure saying. you can. It does look very much games. like Res Two. I mean, it, it probably is Res yeah. Two. He says it's a, it's not, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the um, uh, Heavy Rain's Move controlling. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could do mm. that. That would, people were talking about that a little bit. Might be a reason to go back and play Heavy Rain again. And then there was some even more obscure stuff. I don't know if anyone read about the depth analysis tech demo they did. Depth analysis. Oh, is that the uh, LA Noir? That's right. Yeah, it's the, it's the tech they're using to do the motion caption for LA Noir, which is apparently astounding. Mm. The um, mm. the lip syncing is is supposed to be like literally one to one with the yeah. words spoken. It's going to be something that no one's ever seen before. So that that was that was talked about a bit as well by people that saw it. Mm. Um, and that, that would, oh, and also Star Wars: The Old Republic. That are, some of our PC guys were quite into the Star Wars: The Old Republic demo they saw, which is basically like World of Warcraft but set in, in a Star Wars universe and with lots more. So that was that was two two massive up. franchises that um, that people will get wet over. Two mm. massive franchises that I couldn't care less about, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, just because I, I don't really I've, I've not really watched the Star Wars films and got into them as much oh, as really? everyone else wow. in there. I had a, a trial pack for World of Warcraft and my laptop just sort of laughed at me when I tried to run it. Mm-hmm. So I, ne- I never got a chance to play it. But So the, those were the big things of the show then. What was the what was like the the vibe amongst people about the, the worst things or the, the embarrassing things or... The embarrassing or the worst things? Yeah, yeah. Um, There's always one or two. Well, I guess aspects of both the Microsoft and the Sony press conferences... Mm. Had people a bit sort of put off, I guess. Yeah, I think I think they they both focused very heavily on um, their new motion control systems, and I don't yeah, think yeah. that either of them impressed everyone that much. Mm. Um, and like I think that Microsoft spent an awful lot of time showing off some Connect games that probably weren't necessarily suitable for the type of audience that was watching those press conferences. Yeah. Yeah, in they the auditorium. Were, yeah, yeah, they were clearly trying to kind of, you know, imp- uh, reach out to a mainstream audience that, you know, probably doesn't pay that much attention to mm. systems this early on. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe in, in, in November, December time, or whenever they decide to release Connect, it's going to be that they might end up reaching those people then. But now it seems a bit early. They kind of want to get the, the media and the hardcore on board first. Yeah. I'm not sure they did a particularly good job of doing that. Well, so, like, something we were going to talk about later on was that. Um, they finally announced a price for it on the Microsoft Store, mm. saying that it's going to be one hundred and forty-nine dollars. Is that sort of in the region that we were thinking? I think I thought, yeah, maybe about one hundred and fifty dollars, something like that. Yeah, about that, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a camera, isn't it? A fairly high resolution camera, and it's got I think it's got a motor in it. Mm. So I suppose if you're just looking at actually what it costs to produce the thing, yeah, it's probably you know in the region of what fifty or sixty quid to they've, buy. They've if you're buying a standard webcam or something like that. And yeah, then, yeah. Well, they've not announced how much, uh, or or what you're actually going to get with it, have they? It's just the, uh, yeah, right. it's just Connect on its own, the camera standalone, one hundred and fifty dollars. Um, in comparison, Move um, is our PlayStation Move is going to be ninety nine dollars with one of the ones, a game, sports, resort. <laughs> uh, you think on a spot now? Sports yeah, challenge, sports, isn't it? sports, something. Uh, the Wii Resort ripoff. Oh, sports resort ripoff, and um, 
and what was your thing? Oh, PlayStation, PlayStation I as well. I, yeah, which which, which seems good. like which seems on the face of it, oh, that's quite a good bundle. But then you think, hang on, twenty nine dollars for the nunchuck yeah. as well, or the, the the navigation controller, yeah, as they're as they're calling it, and um, and what what was the other thing? Oh, um, most of the games that they showed off needed two body ones. Yeah, so they, that's another forty nine dollars that you got to go and spend on one of those. Yeah, well, if it doesn't need two ones, you can use your six axis as the um, nunchuck, oh, so you can right, hold okay. your old control pad with one hand, which right. is going to be uncomfortable. But if you want to save money, you can. Yeah, so oh, that's I'm something. Sure but yeah, I mean, so many of the games are bound to use two, mm. two are ones. You, are either as anyone at this table thinking about actually getting move or connect? No, 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 George. Um, I don't know. I don't probably not know, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm basing it on like past experiences with those sort of um, peripherals, like iToy, for example. When that came out, it seemed like quite an exciting innovation. Yeah, but very quickly it became gimmicky, and yeah. I don't think any, they ever released anything which was essential ever. No, I don't. And, think and it never really either. felt particularly accurate, and you're always sort of like trying to adjust yourself on screen, and it was always a bit low resolution, a bit rubbish. Yeah, and it just felt like it was something you showed your mates once, literally once, and went, "Yeah, it's quite a nice idea, but it doesn't really work at the moment, does it?" Right. Yeah. And I'm worried that that move and and connect could end up being the same. Right. Because I've not seen anything yet to suggest that they're as accurate as they make out they are. Well, all the demos I saw had sort of an element of delay in them and, and a sort yeah. of weird response time and stuff. And it may have been that they were they were doing it on you know these huge TV screens that you know took maybe a slightly longer yeah. time to refresh than you know your average TV might need longer cables or something. I don't know, but but I don't, it just felt like they they weren't as accurate as they made out them to be. Mm. Justin, I saw you um, looking at the was it the Jimmy Kimmel video? Oh uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's one, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, an, an American talk show host who had. Was it Kudos and Older on That's as right. well? Yeah, um, demoing it. How did that work out? Because I saw reports, possibly on the <laughs> on the internet, saying that it didn't go down so well. Well, it actually went down on the show very well. The audience couldn't believe what they were hearing. No, uh, Microsoft employees. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe I don't know. They they sounded just like your everyday Americans. But uh, all right, excitable then. Well, maybe so. But you know, it's good if consumers can get excited about yeah. a product. But yeah, yeah. when you're talking about. Um, uh, using your voice to say, you know, Xbox Play Movie. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like, whoa, this is great, you know, loving that. And uh, when they actually got to start playing the Water Rapids game, yeah. um, I forget what it's called. <laughs> uh, whatever, Connect Water Rapids. That's the one. It's part of the um, the rare sports That's right. pack that will come with it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the, audience, adventure. the audience were lapping it up. But um, no, when, if you actually look closely, you'd see, especially the girl, when she was jumping... Uh, as her feet in real life landed back on the ground, then her avatar would start jumping. There was ah. that's a significant delay, ah. uh, and also because she didn't really know what she was doing, how to control it, and yeah. of course uh, the other guy did clearly yeah. as an odor. Um, so, but you know the raft was still going exactly where he wanted it to go. So I don't know if if he had the lead of it or what, yeah. but. You know, it just seems that if one person's got a clue what's going on, they'll control it, and the other person's just long for the ride. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't see. It didn't seem to be that much about co-op. Okay, because she was jumping later as well. But I don't. Th- I don't think it's really going to matter that there's there is this sort of slight possibility of lack of response and stuff to the majority of people that will actually end up buying it. Mm. I don't know. Because people bought Wii in droves, and Wii is hardly a particularly responsive system. Well, I tell you what, the Wii Remote is better response than that. Looking at the two. It's faster response time from from moving it. Well, I reckon. I reckon you need need to sort of use them both, a mm. side by side, to get a proper sense for that. But yeah. but I think that what what I, what I get in that is that if they're showing it on things like the Jimmy Fallon show, and it will be on all of the, you know, mm. the UK TV and all over the world, they'll be showing it on magazine shows mm. to like housewives and you know and, and old people, and, and they'll, they'll be watching it and thinking, oh, there's a way I could get into games again. Yeah, it's, that that's what they're aiming for. Whether they'll actually go out and buy it. Given that you have to buy not only just the, the you know the kind of the system itself, but also a console to run it, whereas yeah. the Wii it all came in one box. Mm. It's a different well, question. You know, I don't yeah, know. a lot but of people what, already have an Xbox, but they might also they've also were, were playing up the idea of being able to voice chat mm. with people on video and watch videos together and or watch movies together. I should say, you know, yeah. and that that element might appeal to people that want to say 
get their grandmother or their mum and dad a console just mm. so they could then talk to them when they're you know away but, or whatever. Yeah, but you can already do that. There's Skype. You can, but I guess it's I guess it's on your TV, isn't it? And it's in your living room. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's I mean not, it's, it's away from your. I mean, when you're watching a movie, uh, you have a game party on Xbox, which is like cross game chat. But you don't have to be playing a game. You can watch a movie and hear each other talk. And what's the point of having a picture of who you're watching it with in the bottom left corner of the screen? Sure, it's going to get in the way of the movie. Who goes to watch a movie anyway to hear the person next to them talking? (laughs) No one. And I I was just thinking, like, when you were saying it's going to be on UK, like, talk shows, for some reason I got an image of them showing or or using Connect on the Jeremy Carl show to show how how one woman was beaten by her boyfriend using the on-screen avatar of him, like, (laughs) swinging at her. And then he did this, he did... That'd be amazing, but probably it'll just end up on Graham Norton pushed right to the back of it. I, th- I think if they can get to that sort of position, then people will probably buy it. But on the E3 showing of it, I don't think anyone was walking away saying they were desperate to, to get hold of Move mm. or Connect. Should we? Well, uh, should we? Should we try and get out of this Connect and Move sort of rut that we're in? Because I think we we spoke about it quite a bit, didn't we, on the last podcast? Yeah. And um, and just hearing us talking about it, it just <laughs> sounds like we're 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 ready to just drop dead or asleep either way. But what what was the what was the other things? Because usually, like when when you go to a big show, someone will say, "Oh, don't bother turning up to that appointment, mate. It's not very good." Was there anything like that 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 went on? You don't have to name names. Um, but. There wasn't really. No, there was. There were a couple. In fact, we were struggling to we were struggling to um, come up with games that we could put in our um, games that we were going to review now. Yeah, that were you know that were getting low scores, which which kind of made it look a bit mm. a bit stupid. But it was mm. just that we were seeing a lot of decent games, all the games that were all kind of of a standard. Yeah, there wasn't any real massive shockers um, that I can really think of. There, I mean, there, there was a rally game I saw that wasn't particularly good. That looked like a sort of PS2 rally game after I'd seen Gran Turismo Five. Yeah, mm. but um, no, nothing that really stood out as being terrible. So there wasn't like anything like technically rubbish then. Everything was quite polished during the the entire show. Well, I couldn't say for sure because, like I said, I didn't see everything. But I, I didn't hear anyone saying that was terrible or that was a disaster. Like I say, it was mostly came out of the big press conferences, the the areas that people kind of had a major opinion on. Yeah. Did you get to play Motorstorm Apocalypse? No. Because yeah. I think that got eight in the uh, reviewed now. Mm. I'm not sure it's going to get an eight. Well, Halo got a ten. I don't agree with that either. No, I think Halo's really had its day. What was the other game that was underscored? I don't want to dwell on this. It was This was a feature that we did on the site, but it was some, something that I thought was underscored on it. can't remember what it was. It might have been Bulletstorm or something. Mm. But yeah, Halo 10. No, no, not for me. No. No, thank you. Um, so was there any gossip from the show floor at all? Any interesting stories, anecdotes? This is the perfect place to talk about them. <laughs> um... You're asking the wrong person. Oh god! I can't think. I can't, can't think. send you again. You, you were supposed <laughs> to be there to dig dirt, and this is what you come back <laughs> with a bit of sadness about connect and move. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Oh, dear. But the um, just going back to what you said at the, at the top of this part, um, you you mentioned about them throwing like tons of money at things. Hmm. Um, who who like threw the most money for the for the least payoff? Then, um, I guess probably. Probably Microsoft with their Connect thing on okay. Sunday night, and then maybe Activision probably went a bit over the top with their music extravaganza. Mm. But um, their games were actually well, at least two of their games were okay, so it didn't yeah. it didn't really seem. To, I guess, but I guess well, if you look at it like that, I suppose they didn't really need to do that huge musical extravaganza in order to get the coverage they would have got anyway. But that's the thing; they, like, just, it's all about willy waving, isn't it? So. it yeah. Well, th- you know, they, if it was all about willy waving, then they, you know, they waved it strong. Mm. But it just seemed a bit. It just seemed detached from like showing off their games. Mm. Like, it didn't seem like any any relation to. Yeah, it. It must have been amazing to be there. Well, but. there was virtually no talking in it at all. I think I right. think the only person that spoke through the entire Activision conference was uh, or event was uh, Tony Hawk. And that okay. was to apologise that they hadn't done quite a spectacular stunt as they were going to do. Oh, right, because okay. Of, because of uh, health and safety, they weren't allowed to hang their ramp from the ceiling that they'd wanted to. And so oh, they, did right. it, they did it on the floor, and it was sort of like a fairly unimpressive ramp. Yeah. They all sort of went up and then did a jump, and that was the end of their bit. Well, this this sort of leads nicely onto a, onto a story that we was going to talk about as well, um, with, with regards to Activision. Mm. 
You got it there, Justin. I have got it here. Yeah. Um, the Activision CEO, uh, Bobby Kotick, who yeah. is everyone's favourite CEO. Yeah. Everyone loves him. Um, don't know what everyone's got against him. I don't really know him, but... I've uh, not met him before. No, no. Uh, well, clearly not. <laughs> Go on, carry uh, on. He wants to... Um, he wants to have Call of Duty as a subscription game. Right. Uh, and he says he'd love that to happen tomorrow. So so does he mean subscription in a sort of like the way that you pay for subscriptions on World of Warcraft then? Yeah, he wants it to be a, an online game, you know, proper MMO set in the Call of Duty world. Um, Sod that. <laughs> he thinks that uh, their players would have just as much of a compelling experience. Right. I don't understand that. And I'm well, if you think about if you think about the way that World of Warcraft works, it's just a massive world that you that they kind of keep expanding every now and then, mm. and and you have a character and you walk around that world and play a game in it. If you just apply the same rationale to a first person shooter, whereas it's not, that's not, World of Warcraft's obviously an RPG, but if you take a first person shooter approach to it, and you yeah. just, you just don't actually buy any physical box games, you just pay a subscription to it. Right, and then they keep adding bits to it, and you just kind of. I mean, at the moment, the, the majority of people play it in multiplayer, and I guess they're just thinking multiplayer aspect of the game is so popular. How can we yeah. make some more money out of the multiplayer yeah. aspect of the game? Well, let's just like maybe give you more stuff to do in the multiplayer and make you pay a subscription fee for it, mm. rather than the kind of the DLC model they're using at the moment, which is a bit sort of you know mm. based around some maps. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, the series is. It is a cash cow because it, it does keep giving them money. Mm. But now that Infinity Ward has left, it does seem like now they're just going to get as much as they can from it for the next few years. Because like with the, the press conferences and the exclusives, which like, you know, we've got the Call of Duty um, yeah. DLC exclusive. And, uh, you know, if they were to charge for it online, because everyone plays it online, that's what it is. It's just going to become, I don't know, a parody of itself. Yeah, yeah. I sort of, I sort of know what you mean. The big thing for me is that I just can't see myself paying a subscription for a game where like a majority of the time I'm I'm either going to have like griefers in it mm. or it's like it brings out the worst in in online gamers yeah. that might that might seem like a like but then, a, a but then, wild but broad brush statement the but, online game at the moment is already like that yeah, I know Mike exactly. Player is already like that. So I mean, I, I know, but why pay for it then? Well, we're already paying for it on Xbox Live. You know, I pay my 40 pounds a year. Why why should I have to pay for it again? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, people with the the PlayStation Plus account as well. Exactly. Right, is this actually not. is this is this um, specific you know specifying platform? Because if, if, no, if he just well says, be talking about PC, couldn't he? In that respect, he I could. Think. He would just say, "I would have Call of Duty be an online subscription service tomorrow." When asked what he would do with his company if he were granted just one wish, so one wish would be to make as much money out of it as possible. So, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, he it's, should have just said that <laughs> instead of going around so the houses. It's, it's a fairly sort of whimsical statement. It, it could never happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, it's just what he would love to see. Uh, and I suppose the logistics of it, it, it wouldn't work if you're paying for live already, you know. And again, mm. with um, maybe if it was like PlayStation Plus, then what if people wanted to play the game and not have the online? Mm. They'd have to buy a box well, it, copy. It, it, I don't know. Bobby Kotick is <clears throat> Activision CEO, but Activision are partnered with Blizzard, who have got the most successful subscription based on mm. the yeah. game already so all he's really saying is look we've got this game which is makes us millions and millions of pounds every year mm. you know why not apply it to one of our other strong brands which is Call of Duty in this um, instance so it's sort of understandable what you say yeah how it actually worked practically is a different matter well it's the thing because if you look at I don't get too technical but the game engines of things like World of Warcraft they've all got a similar look of how the characters move and a sort of level of detail and everything then you look at COD and it's a completely different experience. I can't see how that you know, finely honed first-person shooting would go from that to like sitting in the guild hall. Mm. You know? Well, if you if you think about all, if you if you were to take say twenty maps, yeah, and 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 string them all together geographically, and yeah. then, you know, have you playing in one big map, and you decide you want to go to the next map, so you just kind of cross a border, and it goes loading mm. next map, and you're in another map, yeah, and you've got a house. And you can, you know, then, <laughs> or a base or whatever, yeah. and you can sort of see how they, how they could make it work, whether it would be, you know, that's interest. whether it would be good to play, I don't know. But well, yeah, it's never been really done before, has no. it? No, what happens if you die? Because, you know... Well, you'd like, respawn somewhere else, wouldn't you? Yeah, but... Back at your you house. Can, exactly. <laughs> You'd yeah. be alive for like five seconds in, in the actual match, get a headshot done against you, and then well, oh, back sounds, else again. Sounds know. like Mag. Sounds a lot like Mag. Yeah. Mm. Which, um, well, you know my feelings on that wasn't very successful but yeah i mean there was also a quote today about i think it was again from bobby kotick saying that 
um, only 30% of Activision's profits come from console gaming, mm. which must mean that, yeah, as you say, the, the Blizzard subscriptions for World of Warcraft and their other online games, mm. you know, that must be making up a big chunk of it. So it, it, oh, yeah. it, makes, it makes sense from a, a business point of view, but I, I can't see that ever being something that I'd ever want to pay for. No. They must also make quite a lot of money out of StarCraft. Mm. Is that actually out yet? What, StarCraft 2? Yeah. No. What's, what's the delay? I thought that was supposed to be out this year. Last year, it sorry. is out this year. All oh, right, okay. Mm. That that sort of ends that conversation then. <laughs> it's out this year. Is that it? Any other business? No, mm, no. Move on then. <laughs> so it's time for question of the week, and this week's question is: What game were you most disappointed to not see at E3 2010, and why? And I'll go with Justin first. Okay. Um, I was thinking of saying something like The Last Guardian, which now would be Meeks's. Right. Um, but then Meeks was saying that, you know, would you really want to see so much about the game and spoil it for yourself? Yeah. So he said that's yeah. actually a good thing. True. But so I'm going to go with Resident Evil PSP. Ooh. Because... Is it even coming out? Well, it was announced at last year's E3. Was it? Yeah, because Sony had this uh, massive, great big push for PSP. Yeah. Uh, and they had things like Little Big Planet and... Um, Motorstorm. They had yeah. a, a really, really good lineup because right, yeah, it looked right. like they realised there was something wrong with PSP and they had to make it right. So it looked like they were going to. And they announced all these games and they didn't have any screenshots, but they said there'll be Resident Evil PSP as well. I so think I might remember that. Was that from the conference? Yeah. Right. And that's all we've heard for a year. And now it's turned up on, well, I say it, a Resident Evil game has turned up on 3DS. Yeah. Looking amazing. Hmm, so, interesting. So I wonder if Capcom started making it for PSP and then heard about 3DS and thought, you know what, let's just make it on that. Or it could um, fall in line with that rumour about PSP be, PSP 2 mm. being a 3D console but not being ready yet. Yeah. And then they're going to port it over. You know, they're yeah. already working on a, th- yeah. on a 3D version of it. Well, exactly, That yeah. So, so ooh. Oh, might have stumbled on something there. Yeah. Nothing, really. <laughs> not stumbled on anything, to be honest. Uh, but but Resident Evil then. So that, that'd mm. be your game. Yeah, because the series is due a reboot. You know, they've said that already. So On PSP, though. On an old console, it's going to be probably superseded. In- well, if they were to do something like the GameCube Resident Evil games or Resi Zero, mm. you know, so maybe something like that, or... Uh, I'm sure they could get a decent version of something like Resi 4 slash 5. Yeah. I think you're the only person I know, Justin, that's still excited about the PSP. Yeah. Well, Literally you say that. the only person. You say that, but uh, having I spent 225 quid to buy that PSP Go on launch day. We did warn you. I know you did. I know, but I really thought they've got to do something with this. It's going to be great. He says, he says that, and I, straight away I look at the iPad that he's got out on the desk. <laughs> yeah, all right. Go on. I knew what they but, had to do. They had to sell more PSPs to people like you. Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. they're going to go out of business. Well, I know, but yeah, that's very true. But looking at uh, some like in game in the window, they've got buy a PSP Go, and you get ten downloadable games. Mm. Well, I was an early adopter. Why don't I get ten free games for actually supporting them? You're in the category that Sony likes to call the suckers category. <laughs> the, or early adopters. They have early, suckers yeah, scrubbed yeah. out and then early adopters like, underneath I've it. I've seen it on no, their big true. graphs, though. Yeah, right? yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. a picture of Justin on yeah. it. <laughs> Archetypal well, sucker. Yeah. But, well, thanks very you know, much. But, no, it's all right, mate. It's fine. <laughs> uh, your argument's with Sony, not us. Mm, uh, no, but, but yeah, you know, I, t- I totally agree. Mm. Um, but yeah, Resident Evil on PSP. Sort yeah, of, well, yeah, it's just... Of, it doesn't seem that exciting. There's well, so, many other, so many other games out there and you, you've gone with Resident Evil. I just thought I'd go with something different. I mean, I could have said something like... Um, you already said you could have said The Last Guardian. Well, exactly. Right. You're, bit... you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> I just wanted is... to say something different. This I thought, is fine. Oh. It's not allowed, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. All right, George, what was, what was your game? Uh, Everybody's Golf on PSP. Oh, nice one. Nice one. <clears> I can't <throat> believe they didn't show it off again. No, um, no I was... I was uh, I was going to say that something something along the lines of the fact that Rockstar didn't turn up. Yeah, because so any of their games then? No, well, not um, I don't know about any of their games. I think I think La Noire I was quite interested in seeing. Mm. Mm. Um, I wasn't so keen on Max Payne three. I'd never have been that interested in Max Payne. Yeah, um, and possibly the Agent as well. I thought that sounded quite interesting. Yeah, it's, which, it's weird. They're, they're two games that you know virtually nothing about. Yeah, um, which makes them intriguing and. 
I suppose also you would have sort of hoped that they might have mentioned something about a new GTA. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but like when they when they don't when Rockstar don't announce anything at a big convention, like whether it's well, they never really go to like TGS, but mm. whether it's like Gamescom or or E3, never feels like a complete conference. Yeah, without that, or you know, it feels like something's something's missing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, I wonder whether or not they'll. <coughs> they got wind of the fact that Nintendo were going to announce 3DS and that was why they withdrew so quickly because they knew that any any kind of announcement they ma- made would be you know would be would be less big because of mm. it because mm. they'd be kind of you know it's interesting yeah. maybe that's why you feel uh, the show had something missing because you didn't see the Nintendo conference itself did you no, no no I didn't I didn't actually see it and I've not gone out of my way to actually see it I think you'd, you'd, you'd really be excited for it no I probably will be but I just I was always a say goodbye growing up, and now I'm yeah, no, yeah, me too. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> now but I feel I, I'm I was, too old for Mario. Well, was, I'm really considering just switching loyalties and becoming a Nintendo fanboy. It seems <gasps> everything I know is completely against everything I stood for. Wow! But um, no, uh, the 3DS just looked amazing. Everything to do with it. Maybe I'll check it out then. But so, so yours was anything from Rockstar then? Not anything. I, I, I could go with just maybe Alienware or the Agent. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I want to see Alien Noir. Mm. Yeah, they've only got the um, that trailer that they released like three years ago mm. or something where he's chasing him down the street. Yeah. So, do you remember that? And they have a fight on the rooftop and he punches uh, him and he falls off. It's apparently off. like a sort of... It's not even what the game looks like. Oh. They had it made by someone like a kind of CG company just to oh. kind of represent yeah. Yeah. the theme of the game as opposed to it actually being anything to yeah, do with the yeah. game. Yeah. So. Yeah. That does sound like what they were talking about in that magazine preview. The, mm. That came out a detective game, yeah, rather than a, a yeah, so that's game. a detective game, but you or, end up, yeah, sort of still a crime game, but yeah, on the detective side of it, but you do end up chasing him across the rooftops, uh, so yeah. a bit of parkour involved as well. Then, <laughs> brilliant. Um, my game was um, Uncharted 3, but I don't know why I was expecting it to happen. Well, well, they, they're already working on it because there was. Um, was it? It was it Evan Wells had tweeted a photo of the of the studio that they was going to be using, mm. the mocap studio, which was like a a, a huge place, which yeah. was just like a bare room. Mm. So so even that was enough to get me interested and think, oh wow, Uncharted Three is going to be filmed there, and you know, yeah. I I would have accepted anything, just like a like a hint at where the location was, or um, you know, just hearing like. Drake talking over some moody music or, mm. or or whatever, but you know they they didn't say anything at all, and I think that's what for me was missing from the Sony conference. Like as much as a, I, I sort of mentioned that Twisted Metal looked good last week. Like I was always a fan yeah. of Twisted Metal, so I was sort of excited about it. But it was no way to end a conference because I don't think that's the AAA title that that is befitting the end of like a, a massive conference at yeah. one of the most important shows of the year. Yeah. And in the mean in in the meantime, David Jaffe's come out and said we're not aiming for like triple A graphics or we're not yeah. aiming for a triple A game. And it's like, well if you're not aiming for that, then mm. why should yeah. I be excited? Well, I think the game will be good. I'm sort of backtracking here, but I think the game I think the game will be good, but Sony needed to end with an Uncharted yeah. 3, yep. a new Ratchet maybe, mm. like a complete reboot. I want them to see a new Jack and Daxter. Or a Jack and Daxter, Because, yeah. because no one's seen that in, in, a, in, in a kind of on the PS3 at all. Mm. And I imagine if they kind of came out and showed that and it totally surprised everyone, that would, that yeah. would have been quite a, an impressive way to end it. Yeah. Because they, they they kind of let that that game kind of run into the ground after PS2. Mm. Yeah, well, you've got that um, Heroes game, haven't you? Yeah, but I, that, yeah, I don't. It's, not, it's, it's not like a party no. game with some characters in, it, isn't it's it? For kids, yeah, it's for kiddles. Um, but yeah, like they they needed to end it with a, a, a big game. Even Resistance Three. Where was Resistance Three? Mm. Don't know. In its house somewhere. That's a game that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> exists as well. And yeah. the new Warhawk game. That's another yeah, game. Yeah, that, that would have been good. That, that that is a game that absolutely exists. Yeah, but, never mind. But, well, but none. Last none year they had um, God of War three to finish with, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's you know yeah. that's the type of game that you end on. Mm. Not a big fat man in a in a clown's outfit driving on stage yeah. in a, in an ice cream van. Sweet tooth, sweet tooth. That's the one. I was just getting to the name of it. 
the long way round, though. Um, or the the other one, mm. and then I'll move on to the people that have sent us answers in because yeah. it would seem wrong not to. <laughs> um, the 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 new game from Respawn Entertainment. Oh yeah, that was too early. That was never going to happen. Oh, no, was I it, know. Even though they said there was might be something at E3. Or it's also, also or, or Insomniac's game that they're, they're doing for EA. Mm. There's, there's three games that were not there, and Hideo Kojima's possible game that you might have had. Yep. Well, all things for either next year or Gamescom and TGS. Tokyo Game Show, yeah. Mm. Well, on that bombshell, I'll read some out from the uh, I'll read some answers out from the community, and the first one is from Mister J eight one eight one from Twitter, who says that Batman Arkham Asylum two was his game. Yeah. He says, it's a great game. I don't know how he knows that. Maybe he's working <laughs> on it. Uh, it's a great game. The end of Mark's Joker, that's Mark Hamill, and is supposed to be out at the end of the year. So where was it? I think it could have been there. Really? really? Yeah. What, you mean it was there, but behind closed doors? Or well, that, that, that as well. I think, I, think, I think it probably was planned to be there, and I think they decided not to show it to um, kind of reserve it for coverage. Okay, I think that was what they decided to do. I think they wanted to kind of choose who they were going to get to to, to cover it, and so they, rather than show it to everyone, they've kind of kept it because it, it, it back because it is Warner Brothers now, isn't it? That yeah, it is, and they, they, I think they they may may be taking a kind of more stricter approach with it than, than the previous publisher did. Yeah, but it, it could well have been there. I mean, I know that at E three they do have what Special they call the deals. well, they have no, they have what they call the E three judging <laughs> process, and of which Games Radar is actually part of, which allows. Uh, judges to play games that aren't actually available to play to most people mm. or the majority of people apart from E3 judges and they and they get to go and play things under NDA they're not actually tech- or under a kind of agreement which means they're not allowed to write about them and all they're allowed to do is go and play them which, which kind of then forms their judging um, and, and like I say Games Radar did that at this E3 yeah. and it's possible that people played it Okay. For the part of the judging process. I don't know. That's not that's not fact. Yeah. But it's, it's a possibility because there's a bunch of games that, for example, Mortal Kombat, which is which is another Warner game. Yeah. To all extents and intents and purposes, was not playable at the show. But mm. Brett Elston from the US played it because right. he's an E three judge. So right. okay. Because I yeah I remember when I was on uh, PSM three, I was whisked off to um, away from the show and into Santa Monica to Activision's, Activision's studios, um, to to see and play Treyarch's uh, World at War for the first time. And that was, yeah, you know, it was away from the show. So, yeah, you, you're completely right. They, that could have happened. So Batman might have been there, hmm. but not for our eyes. Um, David B. Cooper from Twitter says, uh, The Last Guardian. So he's gone with Meeks' answer yeah. there. He says, not because I need to see more of it, but because I need to know it's coming and that it's close. Uh, I think, to be honest, probably won't see that until... Uh, the holiday season next year what, next, November next winter yeah. I, I've, no, no I mean I, I mean release actually yeah. I reckon released. it'll be out in the, in the spring next year ooh spring spring next year it'll be at TGS playable yeah and it'll be out spring That's you heard it here first you heard it here first David B. Cooper you heard it wrong George, you heard George it wrong says. here first <laughs> um, Dara Coleman from Twitter says uh, GTA 5 I kind of guessed that it would be a no show but I was still hoping that it would yeah, you, I'm a massive fan of the series. You'd expect a tattoo or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just you know, that's the way things are done these days. A tattoo, <laughs> you know, a henna tattoo, bit of a spiral painting somewhere. That'd be beautiful. Yeah. Um, from the forums, I've got Spenno ninety three who says uh, Half Life two episode three. Although it oh, wasn't yeah. that surprising that it wasn't there. Mm. Um, Chris at nine two eight also says Last Guardian, and also says, "Do I really need a reason?" Oh. <laughs> Yes, because that's how we do the question of the week. That's how we roll. Um, all the good names were taken. Again, not reading the uh, the end bit of our question. He just says Mirror's Edge 2. Mirror's Edge 2. Mirror's Anyone Edge. excited about that? Mm, no. Does that stir anything in the loins of the men here? It makes no. me think maybe I should pick up the original thing as it's about two ninety nine now. Yeah, oh, it made me feel sick trying to play that. No, no I, I do then. get motion sick from games. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of motion, a lot of Cloverfield motion sickness going uh, on in that game. It's not for you then. It's not for you. Um, from from Facebook, I've got Nathan Ellsworth Dodd, who says, any games for PS3? Because everyone knows PS3 doesn't have any games. <gasps> in the flames. Oh, he's making an enemy of Nathan here. It's the flame correct, war. isn't it? Because he has got some games. Yeah. Just not, just, well, in fact, he's got quite a lot of games, so yeah. that's, that's completely incorrect. Exactly. He's just stoking up the flames there. In fact, uh, at the moment, I'd say it's probably got more than 
360 has, but mm. in terms of new stuff coming. But Interesting. We should have done some research on that. We should have then, done, yeah. And then you would have been able to toss that fact in there, <laughs> backed up with statistics. Carl yep. uh, Griffiths, also from Facebook, says, Batman, exclam, agent, exclam. <laughs> And some some part of me is always holding out for Bully 2. Oh, that would have been amazing. I think they're yeah. going to make that. Do you reckon? Yeah. Have we spoke about this before? I don't know. But I'm, I, something in the back of my mind tells me that they're going to make it, uh, make a sequel to Bully. They should mm. do. It was amazing. Be, it I'm was really sure good. it's going to be set in like high school or something like that. Yeah, I know. College. Yeah, like college, yeah. like a college, like a sort of porky's sort of. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I've made that up probably, but, yeah. but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but even, even if I've made it up, then hopefully it'll inform their idea if they ever decide on making one. But yeah, I don't know. In the back of my mind, it sort of makes sense that that's what they're going to do next. I'd love a bully too. It might be one of my favourite Rockstar games. Well, it's certainly yeah. one of my favourite games. Yeah, it was excellent. I'd go back and back and play it again if it was in HD. Yeah, yeah, I would as well. It was best at the start before you got out into the rest of the town. When it was around the campus, it was mm. brilliant. I thought no, that, I quite liked it when it went in yeah, the town. I, I it the wasn't story. too big. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't massive. And I also liked the um, like the theme park and stuff. Mm. Oh that, yeah, I was just thinking I the theme that was park, amazing. Yeah. And pushing people into bins <laughs> takes me back. <laughs> I was the one going in the bin. Um, he also says. Oh, and is it too early to ask for something uh, of Uncharted 3? Yes, it is. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe just like a logo or something? No, it's too Please. early, too early it's like for he, that. It's like he's asking us. Too early that. for that as well, mate. I'd, I'd, Sorry, I'd Carl. Of that. It's not so. going to happen. <laughs> George says no, Carl. Um, so I reckon Uncharted 3, next E3. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Next E3, and then it'll come out in 2012 12. in the spring, uh, spring area. Area? What? <laughs> Springtime. Holiday 2011, definitely, I'd say. It'll come out in 2011? I reckon. No way. It's not going to be in the spring after Christmas, is yeah, it? And, it, will. And it will, because that's that's where the last one... No, the last one didn't come out then. But Killzone and God of War have come yeah. out in Sony's new created Christmas period. That's right. like February or March period. <laughs> so it's like everyone's sort of got over Christmas. They're having that bit of a lull and then it's like, hello, AAA title, anyone? Yeah, but so I reckon it'll come out then. But for how long it'll take to make, I think it doesn't need that extra six months or so. Depends what they're going to do, though, Justin. It does. Setting it on the moon the next one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We can make a logo in Photoshop. We, we can. <laughs> uh, and the final one is from Sam Freeman, who says, Beyond Good and Evil 2. I know it's likely to have been canned now, mm. but it would have been awesome to get another glimpse of it. Yeah, I think it's been alive. canned. Why would it have been canned? Didn't the lead man at Ubisoft I can't remember his name because I'm terrible with names but didn't like some lead developer at Ubisoft who was responsible for Beyond Good and Evil um, like just leave Ubisoft what the guy who was, used to make um, uh, Rayman games Michel Ancel like, he was the no, guy who no, was no, doing Beyond Good and Evil wasn't no, he no it was it's not Ancel it's someone else but he he might not have been it might not have been the guy that created it, but he was certainly like one of the lead developers at Ubisoft because I remember there was a sort of oh my god he's gone type of rumour. Mm. But I'm terrible. I've completely forgotten that. about that game to be honest. It yeah. was Atari Live. It was Atari Live. No, Ubi Days. Sorry, I'm being stupid. Yeah. Ubi Days. That was what two and a half years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Possibly more than that, and that was just a trailer. Yeah. It wasn't even a trailer, was it? It was just like a sort of a render. They showed, yeah, it was right? a, yeah. <laughs> they said it was an engine, I think. But, yeah, they? in some other in, games, in, engine. yeah, yeah, <laughs> CGI re- rendered engine, um, and and that's it. Any other games? Any other games we might have missed? Nah, mm. too many to count. Oh, I can't think. Football of Manager 2011. Yes. Why didn't they show that off? <laughs> so it's that time in the show where I ask the team what they've been playing. So George, what have you been playing? Most most stuff at E3, right? Um, I've got a few things I played at E3, yeah, that Ooh. I could talk about because they haven't really been mentioned that much. Go on then. I played a new WRC game. You just mentioned that before and said it wasn't very good. I didn't mention it. I didn't mention it was that particular game. I said a rally game. Oh, there might be another uh, rally game. You see, I'm pretty sure you the said WRC, WRC. WRC I played, which is um, used to be a Sony game. Yeah. Well, used to, Sony used to own the rights to WRC, but they don't anymore. Mm-hmm. And they've been bought by some fairly unknown publisher. Was that Sony Liverpool? Was that the team that made it? Yeah, that? it was. Yeah. It was Martin Kenwright's team. All right, okay. And they did a fairly good job with it on PS2. I think it was. It was a pretty good game. Mm. Um, they were kind of the first, not the first, but the first in my memory 
driving game where they kind of did um, tracks which sort of like never ended, if you saw what I mean. They're kind of like constantly streaming tracks. So you mm. could be at the top of a hill and you could see the track all the way down to the horizon. You kind of just keep going and it would just follow the track along. Yeah. Um, but anyway, WRC on, on, on PlayStation 3, I played it on PS3 and it was a bit, wasn't as impressive as I, well, not as I even hoped, but it wasn't particularly good. Oh dear. So this was the the game that was a little bit like a PS. Well, it was like then. a sort of simulation simulation approach, and I was playing it with all the assists turned off, and I'm not particularly good at simulation racing games as it is. Sure, so I was trying to play it like that. a like an arcade game and, and oh. failing miserably. Okay. And um and also the visuals weren't particularly good. It had a lot. I mean, they did say to me that it wasn't it wasn't complete, but then that's what you always expect when you play a game at mm. E3. I thought part of the deal was that you'd you make your game look as good as it possibly can yeah. at E3, even though you show like a tiny portion of it, rather than show something which isn't very good and then yeah, make apologies yeah. for it. Yeah. So I think that was a particularly good excuse. But um, it just didn't have very nice textures in, in any of the graphics, and the, the sort of objects were a bit 2D, and mm. the, the road surface was quite low res, and the car models weren't brilliant. So it wasn't it wasn't particularly <laughs> great, it wasn't a great shit. game. <laughs> but I mean, I, I suppose the only way they can pull it pull it around as if they kind of they tidy the graphics up enough yeah and then um kind of you know only really pitch it at people that are hardcore into wrc but the, the thing is now though is that gran turismo 5 is going to have well i think that's what colors anyone yeah that yeah and that colors your kind of your opinion of any game really once any driving game once you've seen gt5 and even forza as well so that so GT5 will be covering uh, the simulation aspects of things mm. uh, against this WRC game, and then you've got on the other hand Dirt Three, which is in mm. development at the moment from Coldmasters, which is going to cover the the mm. dr- the dramatic action side of arcade yeah. racing side of it. So um, so this sort of sits still in the garage. Then it, it does, like. and then, and then the other thing I played a couple of I, think I also played Mel Melby's Fitness. All right, okay. <laughs> on, on PlayStation Move, right. which I won't really go beyond uh, that. That's, that's about all I can say about it. Was that, what? What What type of game is it then? It's a fitness game where you, you, right. you're you're captured on one half of the screen and Melby's on the other half of the screen. Can you hug her? No, you can't. You can't interact with Mel, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. um, and you, uh, she she does moves and you just copy her. Oh man, great. That's it. That sounds um, miserable. And I was and Driver was the other game I was going to mention. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The maddest game at E3, yeah, which which I played in multiplayer. They, 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 they wouldn't let us play it in the story mode, but because it was a very kind of st- scripted stage demo. But they let us play multiplayer. So wh- why was it the maddest game at E3? I think that's how you well, described the, it. To the, me slightly. Just because the story is so so bizarre, and they've the story which involves the, the lead character Tanner being in a coma, and all the game seems at the moment to play it in his mind as opposed to actually being a real. Real yeah. game, like Life on Mars, and you were, uh, yeah, and you, um, and they've got this kind of they built this mechanic called the sh- called shifting, which allows <laughs> you to when you're playing the game, suddenly shift into a car, another car in front of you or behind you or whatever, in order right. to kind of give you an advantage. The example they showed off at E3 was that you could jump from um, the police car into a kind of truck further up the road, and then you could kind of use the truck to barricade the people you were chasing after. And mm. cause a huge accident so it's kind of using and I think also it kind of it's their way of choosing missions so you can kind of pull out of, of a big map like a big GPS or in yeah. like a satellite view of, of, of the city and uh, you can sort of pick a new car and you end up in their car and you're another person and they've got this new mission or story arc you mm. can follow but then like what if they're just some sort of civilian. That's well, they won't just be. They're, they're all, they're obviously, they've, they've included like these hundreds of characters, and right. all of them will somehow link to a story. I guess. I'd imagine there is some kind of overarching storyline that ties the whole thing together. But I think the way they were being quite cagey about talking about it suggests there's. If they did mention one thing, it would give the entire storyline away. So they would right. be quite careful. They talked about it, but the um, the multiplayer mode was was. Um, was a kind of uh, we showed how you could use the shift thing in yeah. multiplayer because it right. let you. If you were kind of losing the race, you could then advance yourself along the race by shifting mm. out of your car and getting into a faster car or <laughs> moving it further up the track and right. getting into a car that was close to the, the person who was winning. Right, okay. That seems <clears throat> strange. Mm. Because it wouldn't be the same person or vehicle crossing the finish line that had started the race. No, right. it's not. It's not. It's, it's, no, it's not. It's, it's not. I mean, I suppose in a way, it's you are the same person, sort of thing. Right. It's a bit like Quantum Leap. You know, like when Quantum oh, Leap, yeah, it yeah. was always the same person, but he just looked different. Yeah. But everybody else saw him as being different, like a monkey. Which is why, like, you always saw the character like with makeup on when he was being a woman, but everybody else actually saw a woman. 
Yeah, mm. that kind of thing. I think more more along those lines. I see, I see. Yeah. So and, uh, what, <clears throat> how did it actually look? Well, I, I didn't think it looked as polished as as um, uh, say GTA Four did. Yeah, and I also don't think it looked as polished as True Crime. And True Crime <laughs> oh didn't actually also didn't look as polished as, as GTA. Wow. Okay. But then that's, uh, it might be that if I, they don't show GTA off particularly early, do they? And when they no, do, no. they show off at sections which have been polished specifically to be viewed early. So, But if it doesn't look as good as True Crime, which I saw recently and it looked... True Crime looks okay. It, it looks well, all right, but In the demo amazing. that I saw when they showed it off, it, the, um, the kind of the, they showed off in-game and it looked pretty good. It just... Mm. And then they showed off what they kind of... A video that showed what it would look like when it was finished. Mm. And it looked quite good so I don't know I, don't, I think I think True Crime will end up being okay seven yeah. <laughs> Justin what, what have you been playing then um, I've got a few um, yesterday because we're going on Wednesday yeah. yesterday's iPhone game of the day Pixel and Love Rush uh, it stars Pixel the cat no was... wait yesterday's would have been uh, Pac-Man think about oh, it oh yeah ah. no, I, I, I did think just, about just it just say you've you been is. playing this week it's fine oh, okay <laughs> Pixel and Love Rush on iPhone yep uh, it's really good. Uh, Pixel the Cat is a great character. Oh, is that from the XBL? That's right, uh, yeah. The Indie yeah, Arkido yeah, yeah. Series 03. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's great to see him back. And his new game's seriously hardcore. Right. It's great. It's so challenging. It's it's not like an adventure platformer like it was before. It's just sort of uh, platformy challenges. Okay. So you get um, objects moving across the screen. Some you have to shoot because uh, he sort of spits upwards. Yeah. And uh, some of them you have to collect and some you just have to avoid. And if you touch one thing wrong, then it drops your combo by one. No. So you have to try and play it all perfectly. No. And at the end of the level, when you've got like 10 more things left to collect, yep. it's such a tight time limit. It gives you like two seconds to jump around the screen and get the last bit. So mm. any like jump you get wrong by a pixel yeah. um, appropriately is, uh, <laughs> is going to screw you. Does it sound like a game that you want to play, George? Uh, no. Okay, move on, Justin. Okay, um, well... Yeah, Pac-Man. Pac-Man's brilliant. Been yep. playing it on my iPhone and my lovely new iPad. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, just the iPhone version is scaled up because there is an iPad version, but yeah. you have to buy it separately for some reason. I imagine the visuals of Pac-Man aren't, uh, aren't exactly <laughs> pressing yeah. the, the... No. Once again, it's the strange paradox of Justin, which is to buy like one of the most advanced pieces of technology and then play a 30-year-old arcade game. game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, Pac-Man what? is still great. 30 years old, still going strong. Yeah. Um, and no, a serious, a seriously great game, Mario Galaxy Two, okay, which I bought myself because we didn't get many copies in. George, you had it and hated it, didn't you? Couldn't get on with it. I think everyone's played it. Certainly. Mm, yeah, I don't mm. know. I, don't, I, I can't get on with the controls. In fact, uh, I think it was Miyamoto was talking to uh, the official Nintendo magazine editor, mm. and he was saying how he was aware that in Super Mario Galaxy Two. Sometimes you don't make the jumps the first time and yeah. it frustrates you. Mm. And he was saying that was why 3D helps because it enables you to kind of like see, see more. Uh, see or, depth, and yeah. Depth and judge, judge yeah. depth, yeah. yeah. Which he was using as an example in Pilot Wings. I see. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the controls are a bit dodgy at times. Sometimes you get onto a really small planet and if you just push forwards where you want to walk mario starts running in a circle mm. because the screen is wondering which way he's facing in terms of because obviously you can only do 360 degrees whereas if you're on a, a sphere yeah. you need 360 times 360 you need something going the other way to run the exact direction you want i so. really don't understand why they bother with the wand for it the wiimote well, i, I thinking, don't see the point in it because if you use the classic controller yeah. it would work just as well if you, well, and also if you use this the you know, the, the Wiimote on, on, in a horizontal way and just played it with the D-pad, it'll work as well. I don't really see why you need... Well, I guess that's because you haven't got thing. so far in. When you get further in, you get things, you have to use the pointer function to grab hold of stuff, like when you get on Yoshi and you have to grab... I've, I've, I've got on Yoshi. And you have to grab those things and then pull back with the other stick. Yeah, I know, but I'm sure there's ways they could have cut around yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I just think it yeah. seems like... Because half the time, you've got the, the Wiimote in one hand and it's yeah. pointless. And it, yeah, and it doesn't really. It, it, we well, use it to shake, don't you? And also to collect the star bits with the pointer function. Yeah, again, I, I, I'm sure other games would get around not having to have that. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. It's. I know why they've done it. I'm just. I just think they could. They could have provided maybe an alternative option to play it without the Wiimote. Yeah, possibly. I think that's definitely maybe. fair. Maybe. Um, the thing that struck me though when I picked up the controls is that I really feel, I don't feel weird playing with the Wii remote anymore. 
holding the nunchuck in one hand and the Wiimote in the other, it didn't feel that weird because it used to be like, oh, waggle, waggle, waggle. But it just, it's like another, another control pad to me now, which is good. But yeah, game design wise, it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, every single level has got a new idea in it and it's... As, as I say, I, I seem to be the only person in the office that hasn't played it yet, so I can't make any comment. Yeah. So like last week when we had Matt and, and Meeks in here and they were talking about it, it, it was just like being the umpire at a tennis match, <laughs> just watching comments going from left to right, yeah. sitting here in silence. No, it just it just highlights how, how much imagination these guys at Nintendo have compared mm. to a lot of other people in the industry, because you can have a whole game built around one idea, whereas this, a single level, is built around one idea, and you've yeah. got what 120 of them or something stupid yeah okay. that's pretty good yeah so i'm about 28 stars in but absolutely loving it what was, what was that other thing that you said possibly mention final fantasy 9 on okay. on psp see right. i'm still playing my psp yeah 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 um because because i was, you feel like you have to justify your purchase no i see i didn't purchase it uh it was no i mean the psp oh i see yeah yeah, yeah. no the, the game was sent to me and uh i i started it Again, because I did, I got a car boot sale a few years ago, but I'm sure I said on a podcast before how I don't get on with Final Fantasy games. I, yeah, yeah. I'd start with great intentions, never follow it through. But I think of all the Final Fantasy games, I like the the premise of this one best, the setup, yeah, uh, and the characters as well. Yeah, the, is it Zizi, the little guy in the hat? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, 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 the little guy <laughs> in the hat. Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zizi, who yeah. doesn't like him? And top guy. And the card game as well. So yeah, and you know, it, it fits really well on the PSP Go, you know, because it's just, with the smaller screen, PS1's graphics don't look so crap. Yeah. Because uh, they do now, you play it on a, or even a standard dev telly, yeah, you know, PS1 yeah. games just yeah. look horrible now. But it's yeah, strange. this looks nice. That's and, what happens. That's what happens when technology moves on. Yeah, but it is weird to see everyone talking in text boxes instead of actually speaking, because I guess we're spoiled these days. We are, we are yeah. indeed. Um I sort of feel like it, I'm going to deflate the, the conversation of what we've been playing <laughs> by talking about something that I've, I spoke about last week. I've, right. only been, I've only been playing Peggle and Skate. <laughs> Honestly, like Peggle in HD, like doing all the challenges. I've been playing that and I've been playing Skate. And I think I've, I think I've completed like 90% of the challenges now on yeah. Skate, on Skate 3. And I still think it's like, it's, it's definitely one of my best games on PS3. Easily, really? easily, wow. in, the, easily in the top three. Gosh. top three games but but I need I've got so many games to play and I know I keep rattling on about this and it's bloody boring it bores me as well but I've got so many games when I get home that I just don't know what to play yeah. maybe I'll just throw it out there and maybe the listeners can decide what I should play next like, I, I thought we, it has to be on PS3 all, all the listeners were thinking I'm going to throw it out there I'm going to give away these games yeah no chance <laughs> I'm not giving them away I, I, it's nice knowing that I've got them all even if I don't play them but yeah like maybe maybe, maybe I'll have a, I'll have a selection maybe you guys can tell me what to play next I, out of out of I've got Prince of Persia which is sat in my pile at the moment I've got Blur right uh, I've got Bioshock 1 and 2 it's a tough one. You you and, should, and I, I started started playing Army of Two, the second yeah. one. I would say but I stopped playing that because I realised that I didn't like where it was going. It just felt really old, even though it's only been out like a year. <laughs> right. So go on. What what should I play? Uh, I think um, Bioshock One would be a great place to start. Right. Everyone okay. should play that game. I mean, I still haven't finished it, but what I, it, what I played has stayed with me. Yeah. Brilliant. It never leaves you. It's great. Okay. Really great. George, what do you think I should play? Hmm. Or do you think I should just forget? I think you should play Blur. Addressing myself I think you should play in... Blur just so that you played it. Okay. All right. So I'll play Blur and Bioshock for for next week's podcast. It's time for the Games Radar Hotline, and um, I'll crack straight on with the first text message that we received. And the first one is from Branner, who's becoming a bit of a regular on the uh, podcast at the moment, um, and he asks. Did you play the Star Wars Battlefront games on PS2 and did you like them? And is there any chance of any remakes? Justin, did you play any of the Battlefront games? Um, no, not on PS2. I, I played the demo of the one on PSP very briefly and it looked it looked pretty good. Yeah. But I preferred the uh, GameCube uh, Rogue Squadron 3. Okay. Brilliant stuff. Okay. George, I'm guessing you didn't play any of the I Battlefront think, I games? I think I played Star Wars Starfighter. Right, that's... Mm. 
Hang on, that's I'll not the one that was on the list. But it's oh, got yeah, Star Wars in the title. It. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Tell us about Starfighter then. I, I, I probably did play Star Wars Battlefront at some point, but not 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 enough to remember that I played it. I think I reviewed it for PSM two. I think I reviewed the second one uh, for PSM two, and I seem to I seem to get on with it quite well. I think I scored it like low eighties, high seventies. It's just one of those like um, like charge into battle, complete objectives, shoot all the people, die, respawn. It's a, it's the run the mill like, sort of action RPG, not RPG, third person actioner. Um, but good review. Yeah, good review. yeah, yeah. Solid Easy, review. That. Solid, solid, Workman no like. problem. But what we'll say is, um, the remake was supposed to be being made by um, Free Radical before they went. Um, Kaputsi it was wasn't it well they showed video footage of it didn't they at one point yeah 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 mm. so unless anyone uh, from LucasArts or, or you know an, another company pick that up then I think it'll just it'll always be they could always make it again though it's something to stop them yeah it? they could do they could give it to anyone to make couldn't they no one's going to yeah. turn down make well I suppose you could turn it down but mm. you know it's any Star Wars games are going to always continue to sell I think if they released it as a HD uh, like upgrade on the PSN for like seven or eight quid I'd buy that I'd be alright yeah I wouldn't I don't know I wouldn't either <laughs> um, the next the next text message is from Ambrose who suggests that we make our podcast into a Ricky Gervais show style cartoon I don't so, understand what that means oh I've you know, seen it have you not so, you, you've listened to the podcast right with uh, Ricky Gervais Stephen Merchant <laughs> and Carl I've Pilgrim, heard it so, yeah yeah well now they've turned that uh, those podcasts, um, little clips from that, into uh, an animated series on Channel Four, yeah. and it's just like them outrageously like depicted in 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 cartoon visuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Ricky Gervais looks like Fred Flintstone. Yeah, it's Fred Flintstone. Um, so I think he was he's after something like that. No one would no one would watch that that because. No well, one knows about this bloody podcast. <laughs> someone wants to make it for us. Yeah, if someone, if someone wants to make it, Ambrose, if you want to make it for us, then... Go uh, ahead. Well, the problem is they, they film it. They start they start the show and it's uh, the camera looking at them in the studio and yeah. then the animation stuff comes over the top. So all of their facial features and their expressions yeah. is cartoon versions of what they actually did. No, so we need no, to film... No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not that at all. I've seen because, it. It's no, it's not. not. The podcast, the podcast, when they originally did them, they never, they didn't have any video for it at all. The only oh. reason, the only reason it shows them coming in is to set the scene that they're all sitting there in the studio oh, really? with the, with like the mics and everything like that and showing how the setup is. They in, didn't actually, they didn't actually video it whatsoever. I, but but I you've been corrected. duped. You've been duped. I've been duped. Yeah, that's the magic of television. But yeah, someone, someone, if someone does want to do that, then that's, that's fine. Crack on. But I don't think it would be, I don't think we ever say that at, anything that interesting well we could always get the do the old first person camera view of um of the podcast like we talked about doing once before we could mm. do doing doing the whole podcast in first person like wearing glasses with like with, with the, yeah with little cameras on the top well, just, oh, no, yeah, you could... just put a big camera on top of your head strap <laughs> it to your head like it's a regular one of them old-fashioned big vhs camcorders <laughs> on the hat you could do yeah. it like um, each individual team member and then um they could edit the video of it and put up little um little sayings which hmm. bubbles of what they're thinking when yeah. everyone says that that would be great yeah we could do that it sounds like we're making a rod for our backs here <laughs> I, I, I sort of like Ambrose's idea but someone's just going to have to do it for us because uh, we haven't got time to do that nor would anyone actually want to see it um, the next text message is from Philip Douglas who says he saw an ad for the PSP Gold the other day selling it for 244 quid in a few games is it just me that thinks it's a rip-off? It is a complete rip-off. It is a I complete can, rip-off. I can say that having From a man <laughs> who has been out and been duped again into buying a PSP Go. £244 in a few games. help himself. He'll come back tomorrow and go, guess what I just bought? I got another PSP Go for just £244. <laughs> a couple of games. Not bad, is it? Oh, exactly. no! What was I, <laughs> I tell you what, though. I would machines I'm not going to use. I would sell it, but I've come up with this this theory. Yeah. You know how um, the most desired consoles are ones that were only ever released in, like, tiny numbers and no one bought them? Yeah. And uh, the ones that do exist are all scratched up. Yeah. Well, mine's still pristine. I've still got the box and everything. So I thought maybe it'll be worth loads of money in the future and who'll yeah. be laughing then yeah well, you know the other one that the other thing that's not worth very much money is that is that is the item that they release like millions and millions of them yeah. but no one actually buys them yeah still and they just like yeah, like things. for example copies of there's loads of copies of jive bunny 
uh, <laughs> records everywhere because they produce millions of them. But what a weird they're not example. rare. They're not rare because you know yeah. because there's so many of them. <laughs> then, yeah, but then like also look at things like uh, Super Mario sixty four. Um, an unopened factory sealed copy of that. I mean, because everyone had that game. There were millions around. Um, unopened copy came up on eBay and it went for over three hundred pounds. I think. I think, it's I think you're going to have to wait for about fifty years. On eBay, there's all yeah. sorts of madmen. They'll, they'll spend money on yeah. anything. Mm. T Jowl. Yeah. Oh, and straight, that's, um, <laughs> straight in buying your PSP. Go off you. And that piss faster as well. That uh, GTA Four commemorative beer stuff. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Thirty pounds a bottle. Yeah, Mix has got some on his desk. Yeah. <laughs> that's gone off. Now. Undrinkable. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you can't drink it. But yeah. we could still sell it. We could sell it. Let's just sell it's it. Fun the night out. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Candy drunkle here, so it must be the most expensive <laughs> evenings drinking ever. <laughs> um, and the the final text message is from Electrospaz, who say who asks, is there any chance that we can confirm whether the 3DS supports normal mapping as it looks like it does in the MGS picks? I've got no idea what he means. Neither have I, but I was banking on on Justin knowing what Uh, he means. Yes, I, looking at the pictures, well, normal mapping is a texture technique that means a flat polygon can appear to have significant depth like... Uh, a gunshot in a wall right where as you move round, you sort of see in the gunshot but right, it's actually okay. still a flat polygon okay. which is an advanced technique and it requires a lot of processing power but yeah the the quality of the textures on the um on the metal gear and also the resi that came out today yeah uh it just looks phenomenal and to get that much sort of depth in it and i reckon it, it could do yeah Okay. It looks like a really, really powerful machine. So we can't machine. confirm it, but you no. can sort of... But no, just can, can t- you can talk around it like, like okay. a politician yeah. <laughs> and then not give you an answer at All the right, end then of I'll, it. I'll stick my neck out and say yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Confirmed. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Sorted. Um, and, and that's the end of the, the Games Radar Hotline section. So that's it. The end of another episode. So it just leaves for us to say goodbye. And it's goodbye from Justin. Goodbye. And goodbye from George. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Thanks for listening.